Shari on 2FM. But first, it is September. No, it's not September. It's August. <laughs> However, it is moving swiftly into tax season. And if you are someone who has any kind of connection to self-assessment or doing your own taxes, or even if you know someone who has to do it, then you're probably well aware of the stress of this season or the p- potential stress. I feel like Paul's going to tell me we shouldn't be stressed, um, but uh, it is time for us to talk money, so we thought we would talk taxes. So I'm joined now by Paul Merriman, financial advisor from askpaul.ie. Hello, Paul. Hello, how are you? So are you going to tell us not to be stressed? I'm going to say not to be stressed <laughs> and uh, people not to turn the radio off and talk about tax. We're going to be talking about how to claim tax back and everything you kind of need to know about it. And we're to find the information which is really important Lewis so obviously people who are self-employed yeah. or people who um, are freelance or whatever yeah. there are people who do their own taxes yeah. at this time of year every year mm-hmm. but do people who, who are regular kind of PAYE employees do they also need to be thinking about yes. tax season yes they should everybody oh. should but I think you're right everybody assumes you're talking about tax returns oh I'm PAYE it's done for me I get my pay slip and my employer looks after they pay revenue and I don't do anything else um, and there's two types of people when it comes to PAYE you might have the person that just has their PAYE job we'll talk about them in a second and you might have a PAYE worker that might have a second rental property or might have become an accidental landlord mm. or might have an investment account that's earning money that they have to declare to revenue as well so there's an obligation on you to declare that to revenue uh, in the October the following year so for argument's sake anything that you earned in 2020 needs to be declared by the 31st of October this year uh, or else online in the middle of November yeah. but generally speaking people leave it to the last minute and that's yeah. when they make really bad decisions so the reason why we're talking about really a little bit early in August is that the preparation around anything to do with finance, as we always speak about, is key. Uh, and it's especially key when it comes to taxes. There's loads of things you can do with tax, but you do need to have a little bit of a cash flow and there's various ways, which we'll talk about over the next while. But uh, yeah, so that's that's really what we're here to talk about. The PAY workers, second incomes, side hustles, rental incomes, whatever it is, they need to make those returns. Okay, so if you have never done anything yep. in this area before and you've always just been afraid or like you just didn't think it was relevant for you, where do you begin? Okay, so everybody who's a PAYE worker needs to have what's called the Revenue My Account login, okay? So you go onto the revenue.ie and just go to the My Account section and it takes two or three seconds to actually just create your account. And that is literally the Bible of your taxes. You can do so much in there and it's a really good website to use. It's really user-friendly so the first thing you can go in there for argument's sake you can do loads of things once you get in there but the main thing you can do is look back Louise over the last four years mm-hmm. so if you have never claimed a medical expense which everybody should we'll go through in a second but you can claim your medical expense there you can also apply for the likes of the help to buy there so if you're a first time buyer and you're buying a new property and you're looking for the government's help to buy you drew it through the my account section but the biggest thing about the My Account section is the My Inquiries tab and they are brilliant in revenue. I think everybody automatically thinks the taxman and revenue are the big bad people. They're not. They're brilliant. They're very helpful. They're people. They go to work. They have jobs and they're there to support mm. Irish people with their taxes and that's what they do and they're excellent. I've just had a flashback to when I was like 18 or 19 and kind of 17 even I think and my, having my first proper proper paid job and going and queuing up outside the revenue office to go in because the rumour was they'd give you free money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just getting tax back or like emergency tax your emergency back or tax whatever. Back, you yeah, get, yeah tax you get back. emergency tax on your And it was always shop. just, I, I, could, I remember just being like, this is amazing. You just walk in and you talk to the person and they give you money. Yeah, and But they, that kind of is it, but it's just online now. It is it. It's online, but they have got that more inquiries. They still have their phone calls and you can still actually go into them as well, but like everything's online these days. But it's a really great place and everybody, no matter what age you are, if you, I'm not saying just have one income. If you have one income, that's great. But if people sometimes think if they only have an income through an employer, they only 
to do this. But go on to my account. You can do loads of things there. So first of all, like I said, you can go back to four years. You can also get to help the boy. You can apply for help the boy, your first time buyer. Uh, hopefully you never have to do it, but that's where you usually go to register for unemployment benefits as well. Uh, you can get a summary of your taxes here. Now, a summary of your taxes, guys, is the most important document I think you need to have. I don't know anybody that's listening today, no matter where in the world they are, nobody likes paying tax. <laughs> and this is going to show you how much tax you've paid every year for the last four years. And you can reduce that tax in certain stance or get money back from tax you've paid by doing certain things. Um, so and you also need, if you are going for a mortgage application, Louise, you need to have your summary anyway. Mm. So again, it's there. And you just click the button and you print it off in PDF. So it's not complicated and it is very, very easy. But the biggest thing I suppose people should be doing as a very basic, especially anybody that has a med Medical expense. Now, everyone knows about medical expenses, as in your GP, I presume you can claim back 20%. Okay, so you, you know, pay 100 quid in the GPs or prescriptions or whatever it is, you can go onto my account and you go back over four years. So there's people listening today that have probably never done this, and they do it today, they're going to get a big kickback from revenue, and it'll just arrive in your current account over the next few weeks. And what if it's you're fun. like, okay, I've definitely been to the doctor and I've bought medicine, but I don't, I don't have any... I don't know how much. I don't yeah. know when. So the first place you should go is probably to the GP, your doctor or your specialist or whatever it is. And also to your chemist. Most people use the same chemist and they'll give you the prints out of everything you've had over the last four, over the last four years. Now, revenue make you keep these for six years. Now, there is, people think you have to upload them. You don't. You can upload them to the revenue tracker on the website if you want to, but you don't have to do that. So it's for people that want to be really organized and they want to take a receipt, put it up and really have it there. But you can keep them in the drawer. You can them anywhere. Uh, what I actually do rather than having the apps That's is because they, they might ask you for them. Yeah, they can ask me yeah. for, for six years. They can audit you to get them back for six years. So what I do is I actually have a Gmail account just called my receipts, my year I was born uh, at gmail.com and every time I get a receipt, take a photo, email to myself and I just put on the subject line quickly on my phone, GP, VHI clinic, whatever it is we're using and it's the easiest thing to do. You are so wise. <laughs> you are so wise, honestly. Uh, we are but it's just, it means then when you're doing your return in October, you just go into your Gmail account and all your subject lines yeah. are there and if you ever get audited you have a copy of all your receipts there's loads of different apps out there you can do as well but, but that's what I would do um, but yeah you can make your medical claim your medical expenses of the last four years now just a few tips here for people and when it comes to dental you can claim certain works can't get cleans and polishes it has to be <clears throat> excuse me bigger work and uh, also there's a few really good things here that people won't know about. For argument's sake, dietary requirements. If you're a celiac and you're buying gluten-free bread, you can claim that back. So the cost of your bread, you can actually claim back. Sorry, there's a celiac in, <laughs> in the outer studio and her little ears have just perked up. Uh, uh, and just to give you a tip, I'm not trying to promote one store over the other, but I just know that Dunn Stores, if you use their value club, they actually give you receipts out and show you, they actually highlight the products that are available to claim back. So again, if, wow. you're, if you are buying... Um, you know, dietary requirement stuff that's prescribed to you that you have. Um, yeah, you can claim those back as well. So there's and loads this is of all, none of this, by the way. Like you know, obviously we all have to pay tax in order to keep the country running. Like yes, but all of this is legit. Like this oh, is what you're entitled to. A hundred percent, and that's what we're here to talk about. And I, I know I will say this: fair play for using this lot to promote these type of things, because otherwise people mightn't hear about them and they go across. And once you go past that four year look back, you can't go back to 2016 now and get your money back. Yeah. So it's only a four year look back. So I do think that absolutely. Everybody needs to do it. but And especially it, after the last 18 yeah, months that we've had, there's 100%. so many people who are in really tricky situations yep. and every little penny counts. Every little penny counts. But, but you're entitled to it. Remember I mentioned earlier on the summary of your taxes. You can go on and look at your summary of taxes. 
every January or even now if you've never done this go on to the revenue.ie apply for the my account section go on to my account section and register and look at your summary of taxes and just look at the amount of tax you paid because mm. people don't generally do that they look at their net wages what hits their bank account yeah. like we did a poll on our Instagram page before and over 70% of the people didn't open their pay slips which yeah. is shocking so you don't even know how much tax you're paying you know yeah. Um, and what about tax back? Yeah. So that's it. So you can do it off your medical expense, the big one, but have a, a really good one for everybody. That's a PAY worker. So let's say you have paid income tax last year, um, whatever the figure was. You can, if you, if you happen to be in a cash rich place at the moment, we don't know a lot of people mightn't be, but a lot of people are as well because of COVID 19, they couldn't sure. spend. And they might be considering maybe, for argument's sake, clearing a bit off their mortgage or, you know, doing various things with their money. You can make a pension contribution before the 31st of October for last year, okay? So let's say you're on the high rate of income tax. You can write a check to revenue tomorrow for €10,000, for example, okay? Subject to limits and all the usual stuff. But you can put in €10,000 in this example. And revenue write a check back for four grand. It'll be in your account in the next couple of weeks. Now, you've got ten grand in your pension plan and it's only cost you six. Okay. Wait so a minute. You, so Sorry. Pr- I need to, I need to <laughs> process this. So you, you write a check for ten grand tomorrow into your pension. But what if you don't have a pension? You just set the pension up. So you oh. can set, anyone can set up a pension tomorrow and just put 10,000 euro into it or 5,000 or 2,000 or 1,000, whatever it yeah. is. I'm just using 10,000 example. So if you have a pension, you can top it up. If you have a company pension plan, you're a PAYE worker, you can top it up what's called an additional voluntary contribution. So you write the check for 10,000 euro to a pension plan, whatever. You give us a shout, we set one up, you go anywhere, you have a pension already and you put... Just in this example, 10,000 euros. Yeah. If you're on the higher rate of income tax, revenue will literally write you a check for four grand from last year's tax back into your current account. So you put 10 in and you get four back. That's a good deal. It's a great <laughs> deal. But not just that. In the pension fund, let's say you're 35 years of age, it's only cost you six because you put 10 in, you got four back. So yeah. you know, six grand is all that's gone out of your current account. If you get an average return of 6% over 30 years and you get to say, if you're 35 now and you get to 65 years of age, the projected value on that six grand is now 60 grand. Yeah. So, like it's literally money for all rope. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty and you're good. entitled to do that, but everybody's entitled to do this. And I think why I get sometimes passionate about why people don't do it is that I often hear, I've heard in the past of people saying, they're rules for the rich, you know, they're people that can... Everybody in the country can do this. And if you're on the lower rate of income tax, Louise, you get 20% back. So you put the 10 in, you get two grand back. But that's a 20% or a 40% return on your money. Yeah. And it's probably sitting in the bank or the credit union or the post office earning zero. Yeah. Now, okay, you don't save for 25 years in your pension, but you know, you're saving for the future. Yeah. And I don't know, everyone can do it, but you could put 2,000 in or yeah. 1,000 in and get your 400 euro back yeah. or your 200 euro back. So that's the biggest way to actually claim tax back from 2020 if you're currently feel a little bit flush and you're wondering what to do with that money and like I said you can do it if you have your own company pension plan you can top it up or if you don't have a pension plan set one up and start it uh, that simple um, what are things so you mentioned earlier that there there might be things that people need to pay tax on whether it's like an investment account yes. or maybe a rental property yeah. uh, what are things that people might not realise rental property is the big one okay. yeah. so especially accidental landlords so what you might find with an accidental landlord or any landlord uh, that hasn't got, got the, the information yet they let's say they have rental income coming in of 1500 euro per month and they're renting a house somewhere and the mortgage is 1200 per month so they've got 300 euro extra they actually have to pay tax on the full 1500 not that little change the 300 euro so the full income that they get their rental income 1500 euro is 18,000 a year so let's say you're a PAYE worker and you're earning 40,000 euro a year you go to work all day in an office wherever you do and you earn 40,000 and you have a rental income you now have 58 grand income 
you have your 40,000 PAYE job and your 18,000 rental income. So you need to go on to the My Account section and declare that 18,000 for last year. So if okay. you're already earning 40 grand, you're in the higher rate of income tax, you basically owe revenue 50 odd or probably a little bit over that uh, percent of the rental income. Just So if you have 18 grand coming in, you probably owe them nine grand. Okay. So you're not actually profiting from your rental not property at all. at all. Not at all. You're in fact losing yeah. money. Now, there are ways to reduce that liability down, that you tax do liability. You own a property though. Yeah, 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 you own the property. The property's increasing <laughs> yeah. in value, hopefully, and everything. But, and that, say that uh, liability you have, that 9,000 liability, for example, you can write that down. So if you've put any costs into the house for argument's sake, if you've done it up, if you've painted it, if you've replaced a fridge or freezer or whatever you've yeah. done, that reduces an expense like any business. Yeah. That's an expense that brings it down. But also the mortgage I mentioned, let's say the, the, the interest on that mortgage is 400 euro per per month, you know, or four, nearly five grand a year, 4,800 per year. God, you can, so much money. You, you can write that off. So, but again... What I always find, so we do financial planning calls to people and you might say they have a rental property, like that example, they're bringing in maybe 1,500 rent, the mortgage is maybe 1,000 euro and they think they're up 500 euro. And we're saying, no, you're actually supplementing for someone to live somewhere because you're paying three or 400 quid a month mm. to the revenue commissioners that you're not actually thinking about. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem for, I think, a lot of people out there, that, especially the accidental landlords. You yeah. know, they don't realise. And if you're paying two or three, say even 200 euro per month, to help to, to towards your mortgage or your tax bill, it's basically going to cost you over ten years, twenty grand for someone else to live in a house. Yeah. So that's when becoming a landlord makes no sense whatsoever if it's costing you money. Louise McSherry on Two FM. We are in the midst of how to be an adult, which, as you know, is a slot where we try and confront some of the things that we feel like maybe we possibly should know about, but just some of my didn't pick up along the way and uh, we are in our regular money slot joined by Paul Merriman of askpaul.ie and Paul we've got loads of questions for you so I'm just going to fire into them first one does Paul use the revenue receipts tracker app it's actually gone now since the end of September uh, so no <laughs> uh, and it was there is a way on the revenue.ie to bring up your receipts but the app is gone that was really brought out for the stay vaca- staycations thing that we did last October to April it's Okay um, As a PAYE worker can I claim back stuff I have to buy for my job? Uh, no Basically no But just say if you are a PAYE worker you can get uh, the relief from the working from home which is €3.20 per day Your employer can give it to you tax free or if they don't give it to you it's a not many people take this up because it's very complicated. You have to upload your like your electricity bills, your broadband bills, mm. and you get ten percent for argument's sake. So it's a really small amount of money. No, I still claim it. You claim yeah. it, if you can claim it. Uh, but you have a really poor uptake. But it's three twenty per day if you are one of these people that are working at home. Okay. If your employer doesn't give it to you, you can get it from revenue. Okay. Can you claim counselling or therapy expenses? Yes, you can. This is a brilliant one. I should mention earlier on. Actually, uh, you can, but you have to have been referred by your GP. So I know a lot of people out there might have been referred by a friend or or maybe a colleague and work or somebody to maybe a psychotherapist yeah. or somebody they're going to see on a regular or you basis. You might just Google them. Yeah, or might have Googled them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you haven't been referred by your GP, you can't claim it back. So get to your GP ASAP uh, and get them to give you the referral letter to make sure you, you can claim that back. And it's the same for children as well. Uh, it's the same for the likes of educational support or assessments for your child as well. So you're getting yeah. them assessed, you can claim all those back. Okay, great. So keep all those receipts. Yep. Um, speaking of receipts, I self-assess, says this person, but sometimes I guesstimate my expense. I probably guess under, but anyway, look, let's just say if revenue ever asked me for a receipt, I'd probably have to set myself on fire. Am I screwed? (laughs) 
yeah, look, if you don't have your receipts, yes, you technically are screwed. Uh, if they do come look at it, it doesn't make a difference if you underestimate them. You have to be able to produce the receipts uh, on the audit. So that's what it is. So again, for anybody that has any expenses, whether you're self-employed, uh, whether you're a PAY worker, you have a rental property service, just set yourself up with a Gmail account. <clears throat> we'll call it my receipts or yeah. whatever your second name is, your date of birth, whatever you want to do. And just take a photograph and just yeah. email to yourself. It's, it takes 10 seconds. So, you know. Let's let's confront this though. Yeah. Because let's say this person gets audited tomorrow. Yep. What are the consequences of not having your receipts? They'll what be happens? penalised heavily. If you haven't got the receipt, it didn't happen in revenues. So you've put in a claim that you haven't, you shouldn't have put in for. So you'd be absolutely hammered by the revenue. Now we're saying hammered, you won't be going to jail, but you know, you will be probably, you'd be definitely getting the fine and penalised and you'd be having to build the money back. It's a nightmare I don't want to be in. So you'd have to, obviously, you'd have to, you'd have or else to you could pay, find the receipts. you'd have to pay tax. Yeah, on, you'd have to pay the tax on what you should have done. You'd definitely yeah. penalised and then you get a penalty. The sanctions and on it. What what kind of money are you talking about there? Uh, look, it depends on, number one, it depends on who's ordering you. Like anything, it depends on who the, 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 the order is from the revenue. Yeah. Uh, and it depends on how much the money is. You yeah. know, if it's a couple of grand, you might be expecting maybe 10, 20%, you know, okay. a few hundred euro. Uh, if it's 20, 30 grand, there's a lot of money over years. Okay. But the problem we have with this is that, or the problem this person might have is that they might have been doing this for the last six years. So that's yeah. two or three grand a year. Might really be 30, 40 grand yeah. now and it might be an issue if they do yeah. get audited. So always, now again, you can go back and maybe get your receipts because you'll have a good idea, you know, that the, the letting agent charge me this, the solicitor charge me this. Yeah. You can go back and probably gather the amount of receipt you do. But I would always it takes maybe half an hour, forty five minutes once a year around the this time, October, September, October, um, you know, to get do your receipts just together. get them get them in order and keep them. Just take a photograph of them. Easy in the yeah. world to do. Ten, yeah. Take photos of everything every day, just take yeah. a photograph receipt. Okay. So look, if worst comes to worst person don't set yourself up for You'll be fine. Like you'll get over it. But we've learned a lesson today. Yes. Okay. My four-year-old has some savings. 10,000 in the credit union. Should I do something else with it? Um, it depends what it's going to be used for. Technically, I would say yes. If it's going to be there till they're 18 or 20 or you want to keep it until they're maybe looking to buy a property in 20 years time or 30 years time, you could set up a, a an investment account and you could be the trustee in the investment account and invest that money. Because, you know, sitting in the credit union in a post office at 0% is a waste of money. Especially if you don't need access. Now, I'd probably say maybe leave, you know, a few thousand there and maybe put seven, six thousand away for the very long term investment account. Uh, but you can set that up for your child if you want to do it. Kind of like a short term pension. Yeah, exactly. We don't get the tax back. <laughs> Send the four-year-old out to work, get them paying income tax, then put it to the pension. <laughs> um, this person says, hi, in relation to the pension refund, do you get the refund straight away? You do. Yep. Yeah, well, a couple of weeks. Okay, yep. Chris says, I would like to ask if it'd be worth putting our tax together as we recently got married. Uh, so this, this is a really good question. And again, you can do it on the My Account. That's why My Account is so important for the accession revenue for everybody. Um, in this situation, it, everybody pays tax up to 35400 on the lower rate of income tax. So if you're earning up to 35 ish grand, you're going to be paying 20% income tax. Anything above that, you're paying 40%. So if the both people that are, the couple that are married, if they're both earning under the 35, they're both in 20%. There's no advantage. Okay? Right. If they're both earning above it, so they're in both the higher rate of income, there's no advantage. It's only an advantage if one is in the higher rate of income tax right. and one is in the lower rate of income tax. Because and then you you're share minimizing the, credits up. Yeah. the amount. And it's about 18, yeah. 1900 quid a year to be picked up if that's the case. Okay. Um, can you claim tax back and, sorry, can you claim tax back and claim back from, sorry, 
Can you claim back tax and claim back from health insurance on the same claim? Actually, great question and thanks for asking. I should have said that Sorry. earlier on. That claim was, was in that three times. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, that's actually a really good question. I should have mentioned this earlier on. No, you can't actually. Uh, so if you have private health insurance, VHI, layer or whatever, and they're giving you, let's say your receipt's 100 quid for the, the, the GP and they give you back 50 euro, you can only claim 50 euro. The, okay. the amount that you're left the cost to you you can only claim that when you're putting in against your um, your, your taxes Okay I'm a newly self-employed person and I can't wrap my head around my tax is it income tax I declare on my account or do I need a special tax from ROS thanks Laura Yeah so Laura what, you, what you're going to do here is it, it's not PA you're obviously not PA where you're self-employed as you said you need the ROS system the revenue and loan services uh, and you're just declaring your income and paying income tax on it so you know if you, if you earn say if you bring into your business or you're self-employed or whatever you bring in 30,000 euro and you have 20,000 of expenses you've got 10,000 left that's taxed income tax 20% PSI levies the usual stuff um, but what I would <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry what I would recommend to everybody that is self-employed or getting set up business is get yourself a piece of software there's loads of them out there the one I've used and loads of people use as well is, I think Surf Accounts I, th- I think it's the cheapest out there hopefully it is I've the same. it seems about 15 quid a month and it can track all your sales all your receipts it brings everything together your VAT everything and Get yourself an accountant. You like you need an accountant. You, like yeah. there's not a hope in hell I do this myself. Uh, you you can't because you need someone that's doing this full time day in day out so that you don't make mistakes because mistakes can be costly yeah. when you're dealing with the revenue commissioner. So number one, surf account package. It's brilliant, fifteen quid a month starter package, and then just get an accountant after year one or year two if you're struggling. But um, on all those software packages, they do have a. Um, a lot of free advice for people on how to do returns and what you need for revenue. They're brilliant. They calculate everything for you. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, that's as cheap as chips at 15 quid. And then you can also go uh, for it and get an accountant, which, you know, should be a few hundred quid for the first year. Well, Paul, thank you so much. No problem. As whatsoever. always, for your wisdom. Love to have you in. That's Paul Merriman from askpaul.ie. And if people want to find you on Instagram, obviously, I know I always say it, but there's so much information there. Yes. Free information there. Yeah, the Instagram account is askpaul underscore now. So check us out there. Okay, super. Thanks a million, Paul. Thank you. Louise McSherry on 2FM.